So it is indeed Oscar weekend, as we've been talking about through the evening, asking you what you think. Will you be watching? Will you tune in? Will you tune out? 877-399-9898. 877-399-9898. If you'd like to text me and let me know, let me know who you are and where you are and whether or not you'll be watching the Oscars this weekend. It is, of course, a time to honor the best in film from the past year. And for many years, it was a social event in of itself, must-see TV, to coin a phrase. And this year brings all its own speculation about who should win, who deserves it, who doesn't, who will. Sentimental favorites, as always, uh, a race for the history books, the showdown to be the first streaming service to win Best Picture. And the promos for the night, I went to find them on social media earlier, and the promos are pretty slick and pretty alluring. Have a listen. We all come from different worlds, but this place is special. It's where we go to share the same dream, feel the same love, shed the same tears. It's where we go to fight our greatest battles and face our greatest fears. It's where our greatest hopes soar to even greater heights. This is the place where stories come to life. So for one night, movie lovers unite. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy us all. The Oscars, live, Sunday, March 27th on ABC. There you go. Um, but we asked listeners tonight, and many of you said you're going to give them a pass. So what's fueling a loss of interest in film's big night? Is it the fact that people haven't seen a lot of the movies? Is it a change in the format? Is the show too long? Is it too short? Are there too many presenters? And if you do plan on tuning in, where might the drama lie this year? Because there is always drama at the Oscars. Joining me now is Carrie Bible, a media and box office analyst for Exhibitor Relations. Carrie, thanks so much for being here. Hi, thank you for having me. I've always, I mean, over the years, I always think back to how excited I used to be about the Oscars and a little bit less so now. Um, but there are some exciting things to talk about at this year's awards, some, some big names and perhaps a, a historic award for a streaming service. Yeah, there's definitely a lot to talk about and a lot going on with this year's Academy Awards for sure. What are some of the things that uh, that we should be looking out for? Is it, I mean, obviously, Best Picture is always a, a big deal. There's lots of movies in the running for Best Picture. Uh, Power of the Dog. Yeah, people Power of talking the Dog. About that one. That's a very polarizing movie. Uh, many people I've talked to either absolutely love it or completely hate it, and there's no in between. So that's a very polarizing title, and really, a lot of the movies, except for maybe Dune, uh, have not been giant box office successes. And of course we don't know, you know, necessarily the results of the streamers. So it's gonna be kind of an interesting uh, time to see which film prevails and kind of what the public thinks about that. Yeah, I was reading um, Ross Dutat in the New York Times today and wrote a very long thing about sort of the death of movies, which, you know, you can either agree or disagree. I think some, you know, people of a certain age start to look and get very nostalgic about the way things used to be. And uh, there may be some of that in there, too. But he was saying that nine of the 10 movies nominated when they were nominated in February had made less than $40 million in the domestic box office. Only Dune, as you mentioned, had made uh, more. And that altogether, all of them together had earned about a quarter as much as Spider-Man and 
No Way Home. So it must take away from the drama when so many people haven't seen the movies in question, or at least uh, the box office. I think there's a lot to it. Uh, First off, we've had a global pandemic. We've had the economic fallout with so many people struggling. We've now got a war going on in the world. So I think people's priorities are different right now. And who's going to win the Oscar is just not really high on people's radar. And, you know, I think so. I think people aren't quite as invested in a lot of these results as maybe they, they might've been at an earlier time. One of the points that he was making was that movies, I mean, much like the LP used to be sort of the way we listen to music, uh, often, uh, that the movie itself, the way it's constructed, the two hour, two and a half hour cinematographic, uh, tale, the way they're told has been kind of replaced by the series, the serial streaming and so forth. And that, the movie industry is having a hard time making movies that people want to go and see in droves to the point where, you know, 20 years ago, most people had seen the movies nominated and could argue about which ones deserve to win or which ones they thought would deserve to win. But that has been taken away to some extent. Uh, do you agree with that? Or do you, do you, do you see that? Well, I, I think just the world has changed so much. I mean, you mentioned 20 years ago, think about how radically different our world was 20 years ago compared to how our world is right now. And movie theaters have been closed so much around the country the last year or so, even when they've reopened, a lot of people's habits have changed. They're not quite as comfortable. Personally, I mourn the loss of seeing a movie in a theater with an audience and feeling that collective emotion because I love that. But I think a lot of people are consuming their movies and their media in general in new and different ways. And I feel like for everybody inside the industry and even around the world, it feels like the ground is shifting under our feet. And we're just all trying to figure out how to adapt to that change. And change is not easy. You know, figuring out how to adjust to a landscape that shifts on a daily basis is not easy either. So that's kind of right now, you know. Yeah, I was thinking that the other day. Well, well, getting ready to do this interview, I, I realized that, of course, I think I had, I had watched something like uh, I, I can't remember what I was watching. A few movies last week, I watched them on my phone. Like I watch oh. movies on my phone. It, it, who would have thought of that twenty years ago? You're absolutely right. The the way things are, and and of course, it changes the way you watch something if you're watching it on a tiny screen like that compared to sitting in the in the majesty of a theater. Um, well, I, I'm a bit of old fashioned, but I, I feel like no most filmmakers don't make their films thinking it's going to be consumed on a phone. Most filmmakers are pretty thinking this is going to be on a huge screen and that's their vision. But unfortunately, in the world we live in, the reality of consuming media that way is just changing, you know? Yeah. I mean, in some ways, it's a blessing because you can literally watch, because of, of streaming now, you can literally watch movies that were impossible to find 15 years ago. Movies you never thought you'd be able to see again are now, you can have them at a, you know, at the flick of a switch, you can find it online and or find it on a streaming service and watch it. So that part of it, the availability has been great. Maybe that's part of the issue too. I find myself watching all kinds of old things and not watching as many new movies as I used to. Well, the other differences, and you, you referenced the 20-year mark, Well, also another thing that's changed is the rise of social media. 20 years ago, that wasn't even a thing. And now I think award shows are kind of a dying breed in a lot of ways. I think they're on borrowed time because except for diehard fans, and even many of them have been alienated, but it's for diehard fans, 
you can just go to YouTube and in five minutes, get the download on what you missed, any water cooler moments and find out what the highlights were. You don't have to sit through a three, four hour show. And so I think social media has kind of forever changed that particular landscape. Yeah, I agree. I don't watch late night TV anymore because you don't have to. You can just watch the highlights on on Twitter, yeah, right? It's exactly. uh, water cooler it's moments, I guess they call them. But yeah, yeah. Did you see that? Of course, if you miss it, you can see it afterwards. What about the what about the show itself? Because I think a lot of people. It's funny that when people don't think about the movies, whether they've seen them or not, or necessarily who's up, there's been a lot of criticism of the actual award show itself, the way it's structured, the way it's been uh, built, that it doesn't, it isn't the same. It feels like it's a bit lost. And you actually mentioned this on social media today. You were looking at sort of the Oscar presenter list and thinking, what's going on? Yeah. I mean, as someone who reads the trades on a daily basis and follows the industry, I looked at that presenter list and I'm like, why is the snowboard guy from the Olympics on here? Why is the skateboard guy on here? I feel a little confused, I have to admit. And I feel a little bit like they're trying to maybe get a new and younger audience that I don't know is even invested in this. And at the same time, I think they're alienating not only cinephiles, but also a lot of the craftspeople and their supporters because moving a lot of those categories to pre-show it really feels like they're being relegated to being second-class citizens. And there are several people that have either quit their guilds or are protesting. And you better believe there's going to be some ruckus outside the theater Sunday night. People are upset about that. And that is definitely going to be felt. Yeah. Tell me about that, Carrie, because I was obviously a lot of us noticed when the decision was made. I mean, these aren't necessarily categories that everyone, um, you know, that people are are uh, sort of waiting with bated breath to find out. Although someone I went to high school with did win for best audio on Denis Villeneuve's arrival, which was great to watch because he was from Montreal. And I thought and that was one of those times. But it was amazing at the awards that some of those early moments in the show were actually the most memorable moments where people who you didn't know got up and won an award and just gushed and were like, I can't believe I'm here. Well, yeah. And it's also those made for memorable moments. And also filmmaking is a highly collaborative effort. And there are so many craftspeople and artists for whom these movies would not happen without. So kind of shunting them to the side like that, it feels demeaning. It feels insulting. And and obviously that's coming from pressure on the network to deliver a higher ratings show. And I think anytime that you have art and commerce mixed in together and depending on each other, that's always going to be a slippery slope. But the reality is in 2014, the Academy Awards had 43.7 million viewers. Last year, it had 10.4 to give you context on this. So the ratings have really plummeted very steadily over the last decade. And there is going to be tremendous pressure for them to try to boost that ratings doing anything they think will make that happen. So, And that's always, as you mentioned, that's always a very slippery slope. Carrie Bible, uh, we'll be back after this. Just talk maybe a bit about some of the, some of the things we will be watching if we tune in, uh, some of the things that we should be watching out for, because there will be some, as always, some interesting moments this year. We'll be back. I'm speaking with Carrie Bible, a media and box office analyst for Exhibitor Relations, uh, and also host, I gather, of Hollywood Kitchen, which which looks fascinating, Carrie, oh, by the way. That's a, something I do outside of work, but thank you. Oh, good enough. Yeah. Uh, just a, a real film buff, right? Um, 
uh, which is which I mean, is always I, great. I mean, I'm sort of a film historian, kind of. Right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's, so, will there be any history made um, on Sunday night? There are some interesting, some really good movies, to be honest, up for up for best picture. There's some great actors up for best actor and, and actress. Um, do you? Is there anything in there that you think will be uh, worth watching and worth looking out for uh, come Sunday well, night? Ariana DeBose wins Best Supporting Actress. First off, it'll make history because she'll be the second actress to win an Oscar for the exact same role in the same film, which is, of course, West Side Story. And right. she'll be the first um, LGBT, openly LGBT performer to take home an Academy Award. So that will also be very history-making right there. Right. And uh, let's see. I think... Um, Javier Bardem and Penelope Cruz. I think they're not the first, but they're definitely in a small select group of couples that have been nominated for Academy Awards the same year. Same thing right. with Kirsten Dunst and Jesse Plemons. So those are both uh, kind of uh, interesting as well. And uh, there's most of the races are fairly locked. I mean, I think it's most people are predicting Will Smith will take actor, Ariana DeBose right. will take supporting actress. Tony uh, Coster from CODA will take supporting actor. I think the real wild card we're going to see is best actress because it could go absolutely in any direction. And right, that's this, also yeah. where there are upsets. And there's some real heavyweights in there. I mean, Penelope Cruz, obviously, but but um, Olivia Coleman, always great. Um, Nicole Kidman, Jessica Chastain. Kristen Stewart. So yeah, that's, that's, uh, I, I've been reading sort of the, the prognosis, the prognosis or the, the predictions and no one seems to know, I guess Penelope Cruz seems to have a bit of a lean right now, but no one is, no one is sure. No one is sure. Uh, Olivia just won one fairly recently. Uh, Nicole Kidman is so beloved by the Academy, but then Jessica's, this is her third nomination. She hasn't won. So there's, there's a lot of really strong cases to be made for, each of these women actually, but that's to me the one category that is really anything could happen in that one. What about, I mean, everyone always waits for best picture. Um, hopefully this year they do it last. I, I hate to be a purist about it, but I hope they do it last this year. I do too. Um, yeah. But I mean, I, I've seen The Power of the Dog. I saw Dune. I didn't get a chance to see Belfast, although here it's very good. Do you think there's a surprise coming in there or do you think Power of the Dog seems to be everyone's idea that it's going to win and become the first streaming service uh, picture to win Best Picture. You know, Netflix really wants that and they are pushing for that. And I think that would be quite a feather in their cap if they achieved it. it it's kind of hard to say, though. Spielberg is beloved and West Side Story is kind of finding its audience on Disney+. Plus, So that's always a strong possibility. Also, there's definitely some love out there for Belfast. So there's there's a lot that could happen, to be honest. Um, a lot of people are saying, though, it's probably between Coda and the power of the dog, but we'll see what happens, you know? Yeah, it's, it's always years interesting. Ago, I'm sorry? Sorry, go ahead. Remember a few years ago when they announced it was La La Land and then it turned out to be Moonlight? So yeah, yeah. The cliffhanger is on us. For sure. Yeah, I, I mean, I preferred Moonlight to La La Land, so I was glad that it won. But it was not a not a great moment for the Oscars. I always ask this. We only have about a minute and a half left, but I always ask this question. I'll start with me because my favorite movie of all time is The Conversation with Gene Hackman. I don't know why. It's just one of those movies I've always loved. Do you have a favorite? I love The Godfather. Ah, yes. That's okay. Such Funny, movie. we both chose Coppola. Movie. We both chose. Hey, the he's, same director. He's amazing. Yeah, I think he actually made the conversation between the two Godfathers. That was the uh, yeah. 
in, and he just got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame the other day. And I was like, my God, he doesn't already have one? Like, that's crazy. Really? Yeah. That is crazy. Really? Frank restaurant, which is really cool. Right. <laughs> I didn't realize he didn't have a, I, I thought everyone had a, there was a lot of people on that Walk of Fame. You're like, really? And not him. How strange. I know. It's it's a bit random. That's That's kind of crazy. <laughs> well, Carrie Bible, thank you so much for uh, for just chatting about movies and chatting about the Oscars. And, you know, for folks out there who want to watch Sunday night, if you don't want to watch, you can follow it on Twitter soon after. Thanks so much for your time tonight. Thank you so much.